Hello, and welcome to another edition of the School Safety Free Period Podcast. I'm Amanda Klinger. And I'm Dr. Amy Klinger. And we're with the Educator School Safety Network. We're a national nonprofit organization, and we provide school safety training and resources and technical assistance to schools throughout the United States. But sometimes we're a little less professional, we're a little less academic, and we take ourselves a little less seriously. Although I don't, I don't know if we take ourselves. I don't take myself that seriously, seriously on any place. day. But okay. But, but we have a uh, school safety free period where we try to sort of look at the little bit of the lighter side of what's happening in the world of school safety, and then we we do have a little bit of takeaways and we talk a little bit about what that means. And so we have a little bit of fun, but there is uh, some learning to be had as well. So. This episode, typically on an episode, we focus in on one specific case of things that are almost too stupid or too shocking to be true, but they always and are I true. I try to shock you into speechlessness. <laughs> Which usually I just, I, sound, I just say like, what? Uh, but on today's episode, um, we are, instead of going focusing and doing a deeper dive on one specific case, we're going to do sort of the school safety free period grab bag. Potluck. Potluck. Cornucopia. <laughs> just like synonyms? No, it's synonyms. different ways. Pick your, pick your uh, analogy. And we are going to talk about a number of different cases and kind of do it rapid fire and see what happens. There's a lot of stupidity happening, so we got to cram it all into one episode. <laughs> Actually, it's not so much stupidity. It's more, um, I think all of the situations that I'm going to present to Amanda this time are all sort of products of circumstances, unfortunate circumstances, a series of unfortunate events, as uh, Lemony <laughs> Snicket would call it. And it is important to, to note that these are all true. These yes. are all things that actually happened. I Pretty think recently, actually. There's a podcast that I listen to where they play a game called Too Stupid to Be True, where they basically read like three things that are actually true from the news, and then there's a fake one, and the people have to pick out the fake one. Um, and they do something like that on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Um, but that's not where we are at the point this point in the podcast. Everything you're saying, all true, all happened. All yeah. reports that, that... So we'll start out not so much with stupidity, but let's start out with the series of unfortunate events. So we have a school district in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, early on in the school year, of course, here it is, they had a series, have had a series of fistfights on campus. So mm-hmm. that's, again, bad PR, you know, the asset of trust and reputation. Now people are hearing, oh, this is an, you know, an unsafe place. They get a social media threat the day before the first football game mm-hmm. that someone is going to shoot up the first home football game mm-hmm. so administrators cancel the game as a precaution not sure i'm not privy to all the things that they did know so i'm not going to monday morning quarterback other than to kind of wonder why that was your thing but okay so they forfeit take a loss um that same day then they are forced to call a partial lockdown because a student becomes ill. The student is ill, they, they have a partial lockdown to get the ambulance in. Again, here's a good teachable moment of when you have a lockdown and you don't tell people why, they um, are gonna maybe assume the worst. Instead of saying we have a medical emergency, instead people are like, aha, we had someone that was gonna shoot up the football game, they must be getting started early. Oh, jeez. So this launches rumors that the student was either shot by the active shooter that supposedly was going to happen or was a victim of the fistfights that had been happening earlier that week. So then the administration, because students start leaving. So then the administration allows students who, quote, didn't feel safe to leave the property. 
And so half the student body, using the words from the newspaper, had fled by lunchtime. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I don't, I have a test at the end of the day. I'm I feeling unsafe. I'm feeling unsafe. Or I have literally anything else I'd rather be doing because I'm, I'm feeling, 17. I'm feeling pretty I'm feeling unsafe. And it's a nice uns- day, so yeah. I'm feeling I'm less feeling safe. unsafe. <laughs> and again, no one's trying to uh, anyways, minimi- in any way minimize the fears that, that people have as a parent. I get it. I have the capability to be really irrational as well. So I do understand the capability. Or the, no comment. The, I have no comment on you I calling yourself irrational. I do understand that as a parent. <laughs> but of course, then in, the, in the, the newspaper article, it does say the students indicated that the series of fistfights were related to this shooting threat, but administrators, quote, said they don't believe there is a connection. Not sure how you don't get that connection, but okay. So here's a, a situation where, you know, unfortunate, 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 and uh, we ended up with half the student body fleeing and no football game. Well, so. there's, there's a part of me that so thinks, there there's a part of me that thinks like you feel bad for the school district, right? Like these administrators can't catch a break, but no. there's, but there's a part of me that also, you know what I mean? That there's like these horrible, you know, not horrible, but these difficult things keep befalling them. But on the other hand, I think you could make a pretty compelling case that these things are causing each other. Yeah. I mean, and that saying you don't think there's a connection is a right. little uh, naive or head in the sand or like not telling the truth. But all right. Tough. Okay. Okay. Next. Not that funny. I feel like you can do better in the. No, I'm coming. Okay. Good. I'm working on it. Okay. So then. We have a high school. Different high school. Different high school. Unrelated unrelated story. State of Washington. Problems with social media running amok. Again, I love the way that the journalists phrase some of these things. They have been having issues with dress code enforcement and, uh, you know, inequitable application of the dress code, supposedly. So they have had these people protesting and uh, they have a nice little photo of 14 student high school students and one parent protesting the school dress code. <laughs> She's not like other moms. She's a cool so mom. So that one parent is the uh, mean girl's mom of, I'm the cool mom, uh, who is out protesting Woke with the mom. other high school. Now, and, and again, I apologize to that poor lady if she's listening, but that's just how I perceive that to be. So <laughs> the school is getting a little bit upset because some of, and I'm reading the quote, some of our staff have been unfairly demonized for enforcing the dress code. (laughs) So everybody's getting a little bit hot at this point. And then suddenly we have this happen. So a a young lady who's apparently not in school is driving by the school and sees the school's walking club, whoever they are, I'm sorry, walking class. So they have a walking class. A walking class? I don't know if it's to instruct you in how to walk. Is it remediation? (laughs) (laughs) Or if it's exercise or whatever it is. Or if you're just too lazy to do jam, you just want to walk. I would do the walking class. That would be me. But anyways. I'm really intrigued by the walking class, but I don't think that's the point that you're trying to make. Okay. So students are leaving the school with the walking class. She sees the walking class leaving the school and mistakenly believes they're fleeing a gunman. You know what class you have after walking? Sleeping. Yeah, this is, it teaches you sleeping. <laughs> but now, now, now pay attention here. So she sees the walking class leaving and assumes they're fleeing a gunman, which raises a couple questions. Is the walking class running? 
Or is the walking class walking that fast? Or is the expectation that fleeing a gunman will look like walking? Like the chillest fleeing of a or gunman you ever saw? Or do we just not understand descriptive verbs? I don't know which <laughs> one of these is the problem. So she sees the walking class leaving, assumes they're fleeing a gunman, texts her brother in the building about this shooter. He says, holy smoke, there must be a shooter. Tells everyone that there is a shooter. And this is how rumors Hilarious hijinks ensue of people running around thinking, unfortunately. And this is all, again, tied to the dress code as well. So the administration now has two black eyes, I guess, not and probably didn't deserve either one of them. One for enforcing the dress code and one for supposedly having an active shooter that really wasn't an active shooter. But they did... Um, have a visible presence by the police department, and they investigated the um, complaint. So all back to those darn kids in that darn walking club. <laughs> and that's a tough thing, though. I mean, you see all the time of the, these things are getting reported as an active shooter. You know, there was an incident on a, at a university in Georgia where it turns out it was like a suicide by cop situation. And then the kid had called in, the student had called the law enforcement on themselves yeah. um, because they were, you know, having, you know, mental problems and they were suicide by cop, but it's getting called in as an active shooter yeah. and it's getting reported in the media as, and we're seeing as a knife wielding yeah. student where it was like the kid had like a multi-tool. And we're seeing in our research on threats that there's this, there's beginning to be this uptick in people that want to call in a bomb threat, but instead call it in as an active shooter threat because they know the level of intensity in mm-hmm. the response will be higher than if I just call in a bomb threat. Everyone goes, yawn, 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 another bomb mm-hmm. threat. But when I call it in, at, and they're calling nine, they're calling the threats into 911. So I'm calling the local 911 yeah. reporting an active shooter because I know it's going to result in this really right, so that's high level of doing it on. So there's anxiety. doing it on purpose. There's yeah. miscategorizing you know, or sort of causing people to yeah, overreact the, on purpose. Not and understanding the walking club. And, and then there's... Yeah, I was going to say, and then there's not understanding malicious. walking club. Yep. And then there's people who are good-naturedly going, you know, that guy weirds me out. You know, that person's acting suspiciously, and it gets called in as an active shooter. I mean, there's... A, a, I mean, you run the gamut of all these miscategorizations. And you have to understand that that's really difficult for dispatch and for mm-hmm. local law enforcement. Sure. Um, I can remember as a principal, one of my secretaries that did not do as well under pressure called in an unknown crisis event to 911 when we, in fact, had sort of a random intruder that was wandering around. Well, police responded a much higher level to an unknown violent intruder in a school than someone with one shoe wandering around the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it, by. It, it puts them in a really bad um, position. And we also don't want to discourage people from reporting right. suspicious things right. and from saying what they think, you know, what yeah. they what they might have observed. So with all due respect to the walking club, there you go. <laughs> All right, I like okay, that one. Next, um, we have another active shooter rumor sort of situation where people are rapidly evacuating and really are leaving. They're not in a walking club or a running club. They really are running away from a university in New York, New York State. Mm-hmm. So they are running away based on an observation, and here's what they observed. A student has a belt that is made out of Scary bullet so far. casings. Oh, made out okay. of bullet casings. Because he is a 
it's a punk style, a fashion statement with the belt. The problem was he took the belt off in the restroom. I don't even want to conjecture on why your belt is completely off and laying on the floor in the bathroom. It's part of the that's a whole different preparing for walking that's the club. Health pod, that's the health podcast. I don't want to go preparing for walking club. You got to take your belt all the way off. But somebody sees the belt that looks like a like a bandolier, like a bandolier of oh, bullets. Okay. Sees it laying on the floor in the restroom yeah. and makes what I would say is probably a pretty logical assumption calls it in mm-hmm. as a an active shooter mm-hmm. and he's one of the people randomly evacuating going oh my god there's an active shooter and then oh it's me my belt that's the problem so he has no idea that that's what's happening um and says that uh you know he feels bad i've heard people were crying and i was like f blank blank because it was indirectly my fault so i mean i give the kid credit that he's like i'm really sorry and he says he was making a fashion statement he no longer has uh, the belt, uh, and that the the cops took it, <laughs> and so um, I don't know that he's going to. Um, I don't know that he's going to get in trouble, but I do like his final quote. I don't think the scare was anyone's fault. I don't think anyone should be held responsible, particularly not me. <laughs> so there we it's are, convenient. 2017. That's where we are. So he used to switch. He used to switch to like safety pins. I think well, that's like a punk thing. Uh, like a bunch of safety pins, right? I don't know. I, I I can say this as a not punk. I'm pretty sure like safety pins is a thing. You have a bunch of safety pins or like patches. Aren't know. that a thing? This is patches? what he liked. He liked it. And again, this Studs. takes the same thing. Do I want those students to go next time they right. see a bandolier to go, I bet you that's a belt. Nope. I want them to yeah. to yeah. not. And, and it is kind of a, um, I guess it's progress that we're making because we could look at situations 10 or 15 years ago or where people would ignore that and go, oh, I better not say anything. I don't want to cause a problem. Mm-hmm. So it, we shouldn't be making fun of it because it's really good that we have come to that point. Yeah. Um, this one I have less problem with than the walking club. So this one, I mean, I can understand. You can sort of see the series of events that took you to that. I, I want a listener to send us video of the walking club because if the walking club it turns out they were sprinting away it's and screaming club, walking class sorry if the walking class was actually sprinting out of the building and screaming maybe maybe we wouldn't maybe be the teacher is person. really strict to the walking class kids and they were like walking like in <laughs> a... okay so that's our third one and last but not least my personal favorite. I'd save the best to last. This is in Wisconsin. This is an incident. And, and man, I'll tell you what, I do not want to pile on to this poor guy. But it is rather amusing. Um, this is a principal. So, you know, I use, I was a principal, so I'm allowed to, you know, be a little bit in about that. Um, <laughs> he is on paid administrative leave after police say he called in a bomb threat to a textbook publisher. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and are we allowed to say who the publisher is? Because half the people listening to this, when I say who it is, will be like, yes, I too have thought about <laughs> threatening this place. No, I don't think if, no, no? If that's why I know you can't say. Oh, too bad, because I, I have a little bit of empathy on that. Um, this poor principal. Wait, um, he, he did, what did he say? Well, I'm going to bomb this textbook is. publisher. I'll, I'll tell he, you. He allegedly became uh-huh. frustrated with the customer support phone system <laughs> and was additionally frustrated by the assistance from the software company staff. So he made a statement about bombing that particular company. Huh. 
and he is the principal of a religious ed- educational institution. What would Jesus do? Call it a bomb threat, probably. <laughs> um, so, you know, no harm was done to the staff, the students, or anything like oh, that. Oh, man. The statement at the end by one of the higher-ups asks everyone to pray for the person, for this principal, um, <laughs> so that the truth could pray, be sought. Pray for him what or else. I don't know. Pray for patience, I guess. Pray for and, him or else. He'll call, uh, he'll call a bomb threat on you. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, it's awful because clearly when you look at the background, this is a very nice man who has been a teacher for a long time. I, I think was probably, you know, just recently in administration trying to do a good job in a very frustrating situation. Um, so, yeah. But then there's the other side of, like, it's 2017. Telling mm-hmm. someone you're going to bomb their company, not a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes back no to that. No matter what. <laughs> I think it no goes, matter who. No matter which publisher it was. I think it goes back to this notion of this is just not in the discourse. We just don't do it. You don't joke around about it. You don't joke around about attacking politicians. You don't joke around about setting the school on fire. Well, you and don't, here's the difference. It's just you can't. But, you but just here's don't. the thing. There are still people who believe that a bomb threat is so, or a bomb incident is so unlikely that it's like saying I'm going to, you know, fly a spaceship into the side, into your you know, I'm going to fly my spaceship into your building and yell at you, that it seems just as as unlikely. And that's not the case. We know that bomb incidents occur. We know that people target and detonate devices mm-hmm. that kill people. Right. And in these workplaces and companies and public events and all those. And so in this day and age, that's a little more difficult to say, well, that's clearly that wasn't going to happen. I'm not really was. I was kidding. No, could because you, clearly that could happen, could and you, it has. So could you make a threat that, like, I'm going to mother of dragons and bring my dragons to your school? Like, could you have, like, That was clear, our previous, that was a couple podcasts ago. <laughs> like, could I say, I'm going to bring a lightsaber? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, and here's kidding, the problem. Obviously. What do you say when you're as angry as I am with the cable company? What do you say? I mean, I want to be able to, to express my rage and I can't say I'm going to come in there and stomp my foot. I mean, you can't. What are you going to say to <laughs> express really the depth way. of your frustration? So I get well, that. I think people should, you know, crack, crank out that thesaurus and, you know, just like, you know, I like to cheer huzzah. And people well, look at me like I'm bizarre. Like, but I'm going to come in there with a water balloon and throw it on your papers and your papers will be wrecked. I don't know. I don't know how you do a threat that doesn't get you into this sort of level of problems. But as you pointed out, we can't just blithely make statements about guns and bombs and those sort Mm -hmm. of things and think that they don't count because they do. Yeah. Uh, Just to be clear, I don't think that people should uh, make threats based on Star Wars, Star Wars-based threats, because you shouldn't uh, use threatening language. But, I mean, if you had to, maybe a Star Wars-based threat would be a good choice, but probably don't. Well, if I could have said the name of this particular company, 
people would have been, well, I, well, I understand where he's coming from. Well, you shouldn't have sent me to law school all those years ago, and then I suppose I would have allowed you to do it. So, <laughs> so there's where we are. So as you can see, there's really no one doing anything too stupid. Although back here at the end, he gets a little bit beyond, he's a little bit off the chain, but it's more just sort of these unfortunate choices that sort of snowball. And I guess that's kind of maybe the takeaway for us today is don't assume that you'll never be in these situations because right. there is a strong likelihood that somebody plays one or two cards the wrong way mm -hmm. and you too could be standing here with us making, making fun, fun of, of you. you. Well, I think that's really interesting when we do training in schools and we talk about sort of the statistical likelihood of having an active shooter event in your school, it's low, right? These like horrible catastrophic, catastrophic violence in schools, statistically speaking, doesn't happen all that often. That being said, these lower level things are a problem and there is an impact, they have an effect. And you know, there was, you know, we did have a school shooting this year where a student was shot and killed, but we've had lots of events where people are not injured and people are not killed. And we've had lots of events where it's just stupid stuff, but those things have an impact in those schools. And so, you know, we- Even we, the thwarted plots, there's been a number of those that have even, been, and it's interesting when people talk about a thwarted plot, they assume it means like I was thinking about it and then you figured out that I was thinking about it and then we intervened. Mm -hmm. No, we're talking like people with weapons ready to go. And there's a cost. Yeah. There's, and there's a, an impact on that school. Impact. Even though they never implemented that, there is an impact. And when someone calls in the uh, walking class as an active shooter, there was an impact in that school that day. There were kids who were upset and there were kids who felt like this is not a safe place to learn. And, you know, after the fact, okay, well, it was just the walking class, but there were people who were impacted by that event. So whether it's something stupid, whether it's a thwarted plot, whether it's a something where no one is injured, but someone has a gun in the school, or whether we have a shooting and someone is injured or killed, those all have varying degrees of impacts and we need to be able to address them. Yeah, and just making fun of them. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're going to make fun of some of I, it. I wouldn't say that we're making fun of them, but I would I think that, it, that it's important for us to sort of see a little bit of the irony mm -hmm. in some of these things and how you it's like stringing beads on a piece of string that you put the first one on and then it sort of just takes you from there and then you find yourself in this situation that you didn't anticipate you were going to be in. Yeah. And sometimes you're just along for the ride because you happen to be a part of that organization. So it's not so far afield. Any of us can find ourselves in that situation pretty quickly. Yeah. So there you have it. So there's our uh, school safety free period grab bag for this week. Potluck. Potluck, sorry. Potluck, grab bag, cornucopia, what you will. Um, Let's save the cornucopia for Thanksgiving. Grab bag, potluck. Sure, I'll cut this out. <laughs> Um, so please do rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us wherever you find your podcast typically. And if you have a really interesting thing for us to talk about that it's true, that actually happened, please do send it to us. The email is info at eschoolsafety.org. And that's our website. If you head there, eschoolsafety.org, you, you can see all the different resources and information and all the things that we do. And while you're there, you may want to check out our States of Concern report. See where your state ranks in terms of the states that we are concerned about as the potential for threats of violence, some of the ongoing research that we're doing. So keep checking in on that because it, it is turning out to be a very interesting set of data. 
So there you have it. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Bye. None of those were as funny as I had hoped for them to be, although the textbook publisher one is pretty funny. <laughs> well, you know, they can't all be a home run. Well, if you don't say the name of the publisher, then people can, in in their mind, can imagine it's the publisher that no, they you know hate what? the most. Everybody knows what publisher it is. I didn't have to say it for people to know. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen that we're going to get so loud and raucous? I don't know. That's pretty exciting stuff. I think I'll be I think I'll be able to control my laughter properly. <laughs>